When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Very exciting thing we got going on. It's with BetRegal.net. It's the Build Your Bank event. We are giving away two tickets to the Grey Cup in Hamilton. Ta-da! How about that? You need to sign up with the link we've provided. Click on it here. The link will be up at rodpeterson.com as well. Starting Monday, when you play at BetRegal.net for free, you'll build your bankroll, and the winner will go to the Grey Cup. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Very special day. It's our annual Halloween episode of the Rod Peterson Show. We're pulling out all the stops. And as you see, Darren never misses a chance to dress up for Halloween. And uh, Darren, the the viewers can see this on Game Plus and our streaming Mm -hmm. channels. The listeners cannot. Tell them what you... uh, They're going to have to go to the uh, social media streams. I'm sure there'll be something up there soon. Uh, Yeah, I gave into it for the day. Shaved the beard, left the mustache, and... uh, did the whole Ted Lasso thing. You look a lot like the coach of the Saskatoon Blades, Brendan Sonny, if I'm being honest here right now. But I wondered about that. <laughs> I didn't think I got the mustache quite right. No. He wears, a, he wears it well. I don't know if he gets the Ted Lasso. Uh, yeah. Everybody with a mustache must at some point. But uh, no. And Brendan I had Paul. a lot of fun reliving my youth, going to the Halloween store yesterday, and just picking out the just right mask, the one that had a hole in it, so that I could speak into the microphone and nobody would notice. Yeah. Not a muffled... Like a plastic bag. Right. And to be honest with you, I had a mask when I was in high school of Brian Mulroney. Did you? And I had it for years. I busted that thing out (laughs) like 10 years after he was the prime minister. Remember those rubber masks that were so good? Oh, yeah. I tried to find one yesterday, and they didn't have any of celebrities. Okay. They had killer clowns and blah, 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 but no celebrities. They had a plastic mask of Trump. I'm like, that's not, nope, can't speak through that hole. No. So I got this thing here right now, whatever this is, this ghost head. And i got to show my Moose Jaw Warriors pullover because I'm going to Mosaic Place tonight. The Rempel Temple to watch the Warriors That's in the right. Am I leaving this thing on? Yeah, why not? Okay. You, I, I did think it was funny. Um, how long can I wear this? Because we've got some pretty serious subjects to <laughs> talk about. I don't want to be wearing this when I'm talking about Joel Quinville. But uh, it's Halloween. so. Okay, well, I'm going to leave it on for a while, or at least until I get too hot. But like I said, I wouldn't want to be driving in this thing. Mm-mm. I wouldn't want to be trick-or-treating in this thing. I'd be smucked in a millisecond. I like it. it. 
It's kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, the mask. I watched, I watched the Halloween movie, the latest Mike Myers installment, and it was jumpy. I mean, I was stressed for Good. two hours straight. Well, that was Tuesday night, eh? Yeah. For uh, Landmark Cinemas. That's right. Yeah. Went to Landmark, saw Halloween Kills. Very good, by the way. And I left there being like, what just happened? What just happened? Oh, good. So if you want to see want. it, you got some the weekend, yeah. Uh, Prairie Mobile text line is open. We'd love to hear from you of all the topics of the day. 306-840-8777. That's 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tel Mobility dealer. <laughs> Two comments from Leighton in BC. He says, come on down to YouTube, which everybody's doing. It's becoming a thing. Shoot, I heard Facebook's going to change its name. Already did. What is it now? Meta. Now, Facebook, we'll get into the business here. Meta is, Make what, it quick. is what they're called. Facebook, the app, not changing its name. So the social network is still called Facebook, but the parent company that runs everything is called Meta because they're moving from the 2D world into like the metaverse and all these other different technological advancements. So it's called Meta, but Facebook, the social network, not changing. Like Meta World Peace. Sure. And Troy, watching in Toronto, says, please take it off. I'm having flashbacks. <laughs> to what? Now I, I got to know what. Do you have week eight NFL picks for us to get to? I do. For Bet Regal. We do so we got to get going here an hour or two for core grain, doing the right thing for your farm. I just, I don't understand something. And that's fine. Never said I was that smart. But. I said yesterday that I don't think Joel Quenville should be suspended while there's an investigation ongoing about his role with Chicago. Of course, I got lambasted. That's fine. I don't care. But there was an HR guy that wrote into our website, rodpeterson.com, to my commentary and said, Quenville will be gone by the end of the day. He's an HR guy. And I said to Darren just in the break, I said, I don't understand the HR world. I understand what I think is right, that moral barometer. And, and I feel that, frankly, the people that were responsible for protecting Kyle Beach are gone. Uh, Joel Quenville's job was to coach the team, not launch a police investigation or that. In the middle of a Stanley Cup run? I'm sorry, that's just how I feel. There's a lot of other guys that had blood on their hands and they're gone. Wasn't Quenville's job. And as a guy said to me last night, stand down on your, while you're right, just maybe don't, because this might not end well for Quenville, and it didn't. Mm -hmm. And so you as a CEO type, and I guess a little more HR type, you get this? It's because of optics? Is that the deal? Well, optics, but also responsibility. And I think, you know, it's a little a column A, a little a column B, right? I mean, Quenville's job at that time is to coach his hockey team, Right. And so you're right about that. But it's also to protect his players and that locker room. Now, Kyle Beach isn't really in his locker room, right? But the coach is. Coach is part of that. So he looks up to the guys around him to do your job. You said in the meeting you were going to take care of it. Take care of it. And if they would have, it would have been fine. If the HR department would have launched a real investigation like they probably should have, it would have been fine. But it didn't happen. And I think where Quenville feels responsible, because I think he's got some integrity. I don't think you'd be around the game long enough if you didn't have integrity, if you weren't a good person. And I think, you know, I don't think Quenville would resign if he didn't feel responsible. I mean, yes, you can be forced to resign and all that, but I, I do think he takes a little bit of this responsibility because 
It's his locker room and his players, and he feels that responsibility to the players. Any good coach does. And I think at the end of the day, him not following up and checking in with McDonough, with the HR department, is this taken care of? What's happened? What do I need to know? By not doing that, that's where Quenville becomes at fault. Yeah, and, you know, we can blur the lines of other leagues, like uh, when Quenville resigned last night, whether the NHL made him or the Florida Panthers made him or he was going to be fired. Otherwise, I had people say to me, the commissioner can't make the Panthers get rid of him. Oh, yeah, he can. They're not supposed to. But I know a story of... A team hiring an assistant coach who had a checkered past, and I think you know the story, and the commissioner calling the team president and saying, you're unhiring him. No, we're not, and you know you can't make us do that. That commissioner says, I'm going to come to the stadium and kick your ass. And I believe the commissioner showed up at the stadium, and that coach was unhired. So I don't care what's supposed to happen, what's in the bylaws of what can and can't happen. That gets blurred fast. For sure it does. So, here we are. <laughs> Mark Zosel's watching in Melford, where they do the Melford Shuffle. He says, I'm watching the spooky at Rod Peterson show. <laughs> Rod must have taken the day off. This thing's like a welding mask. Your brother's a welder? Yeah. So you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. This thing's hot. Imagine what those guys are going Ooh, through. I know. Taking it off, can't. Did it for a while. Uh, from Jim Vancha, watching on YouTube. He says, best you've looked, Rod, in 602 episodes. Thursday night football. The Green Bay Packers knocked off the Arizona Cardinals 24-21 at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona last night. Both teams emerged from the game at 7-1. and Here's what I was thinking watching the Packers, who looked, I thought, very efficient last night. Darren, I don't know how much of the game you watched, but I'm like, imagine how good Aaron Rodgers would be if he was happy. <laughs> Remember? Yeah. All the strife, all the back and forth going into the season. We didn't even think he was going to play. His best friends were telling us that he's not, gonna even, not even going to play this year. Now they go into Green Bay or into Arizona on Thursday Night Football and win – 24-21, and now they might very legitimately be the best team in the NFL, and they were missing their top three receivers. I know. And literally nobody other than my cousin Christine is saying that they should have kicked a field goal, the Cardinals, to tie the game. at Because you notice they lost by three? They went to throw a touchdown on the last play on second and long. I'm not sure what yard line they were on, seven, five or seven no, yard line? No, they were on like the one yard line. Was that that they close? Were, they were right down. And it, it didn't, wasn't going to be the last, it didn't have to be the last play. It ended up being the second last play because Rodgers came out and kneeled it down. Right. But they didn't have to, to throw it. They could have kicked a field goal. But look, you're out of timeouts. You got like seven seconds, eight seconds, whatever it was left, maybe 10. You got time to make that play, let it go incomplete, and then kick the field goal, right? But... When you don't, what you don't bank on or count on is the receiver completely giving up on it and the defensive back coming up with the interception in the end zone. And so Kyler Murray kind of really sacrificed his knee, which we don't know the health of Kyler Murray. At least I haven't seen anything yet this morning. It might have come out. Um, and they lost the game in the last play. Crazy. From Dan, the Jets fan, writes in and says, it could have been a different outcome if Green would have turned around at the end zone. 
Yeah, ifs and buts, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. He says, Dan- hey, it's 11-11. How about that? 1-11 for our Eastern friends. I um, thought he was going to talk about Shevel Dayoff. Somewhere on here, I think it was Drager. Oh, here it, here it is. It's the statement from Kevin Shevel Dayoff. Do you want to hear it? Mm-hmm. The pride of Blaine Lake Sask. The following is a statement from Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Sheveldayoff following today's meeting with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman. Here's the quote. First and most importantly, I want to express my support of and empathy for Kyle Beach and all he has had to endure since 2010. He was incredibly brave coming forward to tell his story. We can all use his courage as an inspiration to do a better job of making hockey a safer space for anyone who wants to play the game. Further, I want to express my gratitude to the National Hockey League for the opportunity to meet with Commissioner Gary Bettman in person and directly share my role in and recollection of events while I was assistant GM of the Chicago Blackhawks in 2010. Unquote. So thank you to the Winnipeg Jets for sending me that. We had it right hot off the presses and back to business for Chevy. The question is, by the way, where do we know where the Jets go from here onwards and upwards? Where do the Florida Panthers go from here? Yeah, you know, just to touch on that Jets for a second. And Chevy's in an interesting spot because he wasn't senior management at the time. You know, um, he was still in that meeting. He's the one who gets to learn from this. And as he and and I'm sure he has clearly, um, as he now is in an upper management role, how he conducts himself and how his organization is built and the things that have happened. Um, but that's good because you know we move on and we get the people that are responsible. The Florida Panthers, you got to find a new coach. Andrew Brunette will be the interim head coach, and we'll see what type of culture that they really have in, in Florida. You know, um, Quenville. <sighs> Obviously had a good culture in Florida. They were winning games. He had turned things around, started building a winning formula. And Andrew Burnett and the rest of the coaching staff will be a strong part of that, a real strong part of that. So what I'm wondering now, what's going on in Florida, are they going to be content to just keep that group together and let Andrew Burnett ride this out as long as he can and see if the success can continue? Or are they going to be looking for somebody to step in and actually take on the head coaching role? And if that's the case... You know, what direction do they go? And, and I think because of what was built, because of the direction they had, they probably look to somebody that's been around, a senior-level person. Uh, here we go. And there's nothing wrong with it, but one of the viewers on YouTube here, Mark Sports Video, says, so an assistant manager can't say anything? Here we go. I'm done. I'm done. We went way farther on this than I even wanted to today. My cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says... Poll question? We never came up with one. And you know what? Dagnabbit. I had one earlier in the week. We were saving it for all week. Remember, it was from the guy in London, Ontario watching. He emailed us a week ago today. And he goes, here's a great idea for a poll question. Which streak goes longer or which ends first? However you want to look at it. Arizona Cardinals win streak. Detroit Lions losing streak. And I'm like, guys, guys, great question from a viewer in London, Ontario. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso over here is like, just wait. Let's hang on to it till Friday. Well, don't. I should have said Thursday. <laughs> yes. Where were you on that one, Ted? 
Bob. Making biscuits. <laughs> Having biscuits. Having biscuits. You know what? Shucks, I just I just forgot. I just forgot. You know, oh, that's but cute. here's the, I kind of thought if we were going the NFL route, because Arizona lost last night, yeah. who is now the best team in the NFL? Is it Green Bay? Is it Tampa? Is it Dallas? Or is it the Rams? Mm. Who is the best team now if it's not Arizona? Nah, nah, nah. Jeff in Winnipeg, the Slurpee capital. Jeff Kabilis writes in and he says, <laughs> poll question, should dupes keep the mustache? Mm. Yes or no? Yay or nay. That sucker's not going to last a weekend, though, is it, it? Well, I don't know. Halloween's not till Sunday. Will you keep that? I might. If the viewers if they, vote for it? If the viewers want it, <laughs> I will on. keep it. I will keep it. But there's got to be something. Like, I've never done the Movember thing. Remember? And I, I kind of said, like, in the break that, well, if I did it, the viewers would have to really step up. And I would need to see a daily donation. And as soon as it stopped, the mustache is gone. Um, but maybe there's a different Ooh, charity. I don't know. That? I don't know. Christine says the Cardinals are still the best team in the National Football League. Okay, uh, okay. It's Friday. Let's have fun. I feel like that teacher that doesn't want to put the work into doing his or her. Put on uh, a movie. Play, yeah, put on a movie. <laughs> this is it. I'm done. Two questions for the rest of the show. And I appreciate Jason and Red Deer for pointing this out. How about worst Halloween candy? That's not going to be the poll question, but I want to talk about it. Because when I was a kid, I thought it was the Tootsie Roll. Never even touched it. Who the hell would want that? Everybody. It's like every third house had Tootsie Rolls, right? And I'm like, what? what? I know. Then I get a little older and have one. I'm like, ooh. Clearly, it's apples. What kind of a loser puts fruit in your Halloween bag, your trick-or-treat? But that aside, what's the worst? I gotta think about that for a while. Used to be Tootsie Roll, then apples. For me, it was um, if you ever got a little box of chocolate covered raisins. I'm a, I hate, hate ra- chocolate covered raisins. I hate raisins. Period. Yeah, and uh, that one, or I'm I'm not a peach fan, so fuzzy peaches were out for me too. I love it. You could have given them to me. I know. Uh, Eric Thomas, watching on YouTube, says, "Keep it." That's the poll question. That's the poll question. Should Ted Lasso over here keep the stash? On the way, by the way, A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, because it is game day for them. Friday night football. We'll be right back on this Flame Tech Football Friday. We'll get to all these great comments when we come back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. I'm gonna try to have some fun the rest of the way here. I feel like a uh, yard sale might break out, though, and I'll tell you why. Because of something that I just saw on Twitter. Okay, I guess I shouldn't be on it, but uh oh, kind of hard. Um. Our Friday guests, by the way, are brought to you by Wheaton Kia. You can find them at North Regina at the corner of Albert and Avonhurst. I see now it's very clear that the hockey culture is under attack. Obvi. But now I see guys are mocking and making fun of the dress code 
regulations in hockey that you see all the way down to what's the youngest you've seen kids going oh, to the rink I've seen the kids at provincials peewee yeah i've seen them want to do it for fun and then i've seen younger kids just do it for fun to be like the nhl guys yeah so i see guys on twitter former nhl players by the way mocking it saying it's so important that the concierge at the hotel and the bus driver see you in a suit and just so freaking over arguing but can I just say that it is about respect for the game, guys? Where did respect in society go? Because it's like almost entirely gone. So go wear a damn tracksuit if you want and look like you're going to the Y. Or wear a suit and look respectable and that you respect the game. Am I completely out to lunch on that? Or no, the hockey culture thing is interesting because there are some things we've learned that are not good in, in, in the culture of the game. But that's not just a hockey thing. We don't need to just drag hockey through the mud. It's just yeah. culture in general. We're still evolving from things that have happened in, in life in all aspects. We continue to evolve. We should be evolving all the time. That's what we do. We learn. We get more information. We evolve and we grow. We become better people. That's how we should conduct ourselves every single day. The, the suit thing's interesting because I love it. I love it. Um, not everybody does. Every team's got to have their own thing. But you know what? Whether it's a suit, whether you go the NFL route and you dress in designer clothes, whatever, you should do it well. You know, it was funny. It was a Jason Claremont quote. I don't know if I got it from you and you're on the site back in the day. But he always said that the last thing he did before he went on the field was brush his teeth. Wasn't from me. You know, he'd have his gear on just before putting his helmet on and going on, he'd brush his teeth because he said, that's the, that's the, the, the last thing you do in the morning. That's what you do in the morning to be ready for the day. So that's what I do to be before I go out in the field to be ready for the game, you know, and that's how you go to work. That's how you, you put on your uniform. You get your suit on. You look good. You put yourself in that frame of mind that you're polished, that you're put together, that you're ready. You don't just roll out in a baggy pair of dirty sweats and a T-shirt and expect to go do your job at the very, very best. You got to get yourself ready for the game, and that's part of it. Look, look good, be part of the team, uh, be together. Look good, feel good. And you feel good, you play good. Um, the poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, should Darren DuPont keep the Ted Lasso mustache? 90% of respondents on Twitter saying yes, and not only are they saying yes, some are saying never lose it. Television Steve's watching in California says never lose it. You started something here, Moose. All right. Um, I'll just say one thing because people love the stories. The coaches with the Pats at one time, and I'll tell you who they were, Curtis Hunt, the older brother I never needed because I already have two. Mm-hmm. And Terry Perkins, the old hot winger. Well, he called himself the old right winger. I called him the old hot winger. Okay. There's a story behind that. Because if we ever had a chance to eat on the road, he'd be ordering hot wings. Yeah. Anyways, he goes, all righty. Yeah, it depends. Wherever we're going, depends on how well he dresses. If we're going in a swift current, he's wearing a sweater and <laughs> Lululemon pants. If we go into the saddle dome, he's got his three-piece suit on. Or the Seattle Key Arena or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Have you been in the Swift Current Rink or the Moose Jaw Civic Center? I might get something caught on a nail. And it's not just about those barns. Regina was as bad as any. I was always coming out of there with nicked up in my good suit pants. Right. 
Right. And you're climbing ladders and right. you name it. So I knew if on the off chance we were doing a game at MTS Arena in Winnipeg, I would, I would not walk out covered in dust all down my best suit. There was a method to my madness. But he goes, I always knew where, <laughs> if I ever forgot where we were going, I was just look at Rod's outfit and it would, I'd have an idea. But that's like, but that's the Tom Brady thing. Not, not that he says this out loud. But it's an example I use. Doesn't matter. He, he wears a sweatsuit out in public. He wears a tracksuit out in public. He'll wear designer jeans and a jacket, and he'll wear a suit. But no matter what it is, it's clean, it's pressed, it looks good. It's put together, right? Right. Just look good. Just look good. Adam Ridioff's watching in Hamilton. He's a big Cat fan. Adam, tell us what you think's going to happen in Edmonton tonight. He's talking about Halloween treats. <laughs> Adam, yes, I enjoy getting bags of peanuts. Also loved getting cheesies and O. Henry. What was the best? Yeah. I got to say, O. Henry bars are my favorite chocolate bars, but I got so many. Crispy crunches will put me into a sugar coma. I love them so much. I didn't get O. Henry's in the little treat bag over here, but my favorite is Coffee Crisp. Yeah? Yeah. Do you remember those old TV commercials? How do you like your coffee? Crisp? <laughs> yes. You remember How about those? that? Um, Jeff Cabellos of Winnipeg says, Bill Belichick and his cut-off sleeves hoodies. Bill Belichick looks homeless. But, you know, when you win seven Super Bowls, you can pretty much go out there in your gotch and nobody's going to care. But somebody pull up a photo if you need to contradict me. I don't think he's wearing the cut-off hoodie down the street into the stadium. <laughs> I think that's hanging in his locker and he's changing in his coach's office. That's his game day attire. That's different than what he wears in, uh, in and out of the uh, stadium. Here's one. Cousin Christine says, your dad says it was the shoes. Well, my dad always said it and Lauren Mulliken always have a shine on your shoes. You know what? That's why I have I'm very particular about my dress shoes. Um, but in my dad's case, it would be always have a shine on your cowboy boots mm-hmm. <laughs> because he would go down to Dallas or on a road trip with the Stars and be wearing a Stars golf shirt, Wrangler jeans, belt, belt buckle, and cowboy boots all the time. And uh, Glenn Gullitson, who's the current assistant coach of the Edmonton Oilers, was at one time the head coach of Dallas. And he told me, I always liked when your dad was on the road with us because there was always a guy that I could go with for supper that wasn't going to be with the gang. Mm-hmm. It was always just me and Jimmy. That's cool. It's very cool. Now you know why I like to go off on my own, unlike you, Mr. Walmart greeter over here, Ted Lasso. <laughs> Can't take me anywhere. It was at the Husky game last week. Darren's, do you mind if I say? No, go Darren's for like, it. you want to go early and go just talk to people on the field and shake hands? How about no, Darren? You go, you go ahead. I'm good. And you appreciate Just uh, you, trying to be nice. Well, <laughs> as it was, we went we early enough anyway. and I met the president of the university. No, it was good. It was great. Uh, from Adam, he says, Masoli's going to take the cats to the big game, boys. He is starting to round into form. Tie cats by 10 tonight. Holy moly, Jeremiah Masoli. I think. It was Ty Cat's Sask was my Grey Cup prediction, but I got to amend that. I will reserve the right to change predictions at my leisure. It's almost like your name's on the show. Hey, 
Wouldn't the Hamilton-Winnipeg rematch just... That's what the CFL needs. Mm-hmm. A Hamilton-Winnipeg Grey Cup rematch. That's what they need? That'd be cool. Change my mind. Yeah. You know the redemption story. Brandon Banks maybe has a big game. What do you think? My buddy, Speedy B. Yeah. Don't you think that's what the CFL needs? That would be With cool. all due apologies to the green and white fans. Uh, because I see Grey Cup ticket sales, what they go on sale on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm getting these emails from the CFL. And uh, no, with the, with the scaled back Grey Cup festival or, or very limited Grey Cup festival. Oh, the home team in it. Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. It would certainly help with ticket sales, it wouldn't would it? It would certainly help with ticket sales. I see that there's a party going on in the comments section over yeah. here. And we're not invited, apparently. Which, before we go, the Grey Cup ticket sales? Yeah. Just let me drop in the uh, build your bankroll for Bet Regal. You can uh, get in now and enter to win two tickets to the Grey Cup. We're going to post the links. There we go. Uh, it's already posted. So if you're watching on YouTube, um, check and click the link in the comments and sign up today. Bet Regal's free play sports book, the play for free sports book. Um, you'll be able to get in there, play around over the weekend, make some fun little free bets. And then your bankroll will reset on Monday, November 1st and all of November. Whoever builds the biggest free bankroll with Bet Regal points will win two tickets to the Great Cup in Hamilton. How about that? Saying it again. It's free to play, everybody. Go to betregal.net. Sign up if you haven't already. Can you please do it for the rest of the day? What else you got to do? Yep. Got to use our link. Yeah, the link up. right there. So click on it. Write it down, whatever you need. And then they'll track it, and they'll give us credit for that. It would really help us out. If you like this show and what we do every day, can you do that? It doesn't cost anything. Just open up your play-free sports book. Now, I got it. I'm not losing any money. I'm not making any money. I'm just doing it for fun. Yes. Um, Jim Vancha says $10 to Movember if you keep the mustache. So we've started it already. On the Halloween candy thing, Phil says popcorn balls are the worst. No, they're the best. With the jujubes in them? Oh. I wouldn't probably touch one now, but when I was a kid, You're absolutely. Full in your well, my teeth. Aunt, and- my aunt Florence makes the greatest popcorn balls known to man. They are unbelievable. Adam in Hamilton says pencils. Who gives out pencils? Right? Like that's where you go back later and throw eggs at their house. Can I eat this? <laughs> like, is it a candy pencil? I love everybody rallying to the cause here. Uh, Ryan McCarthy. Candy corn style pumpkins. Anything candy corn. Yeah. I've never even had it. It just looks like something I wouldn't want. You know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, before, you're going to run out and come back for overtime. We put the camera on Ted Lasso one more time here. AJ's got to see this. And hey, we'll, hey! And we'll do the uh, NFL picks in overtime. Are you sure? Can you remember? I'll remember. And we got a lot of... We it's got a lot of, disturbing how much you look like Ted Lasso. We got a lot of stuff to get to. In, disturbing! Uh, We'll be back with AJ from Ottawa. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday on the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. 
you gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to a Flame Tech Football Friday, everybody. Just the breaking news on this Friday, and this is why we do daytime sports talk show uh, talk here on Game Plus TV. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said Friday morning that the league will not discipline Winnipeg Jets general manager Kevin Cheveldayoff, saying he is not responsible for the Chicago Blackhawks' handling of sexual assault allegations against a former assistant coach. Not the case for Joel Quenville, who resigned Thursday night as head coach of the Florida Panthers. As you know, he was the head coach of the Blackhawks at the time. We're not going to get into that with A.J. Jakubik because it's a CFL game day. We've got hockey and football to get to with him, all related to the nation's capital. So, uh, Bud, good to see you. Big game tonight. It's been five days since Marcel Desjardins was let go as GM of the Red Blacks. Seems to me like a month ago. How do you think that'll affect the team's mindset tonight against Calgary at TD Place? Honestly, I don't think it has uh, any factor. I mean, it's not the coaching staff, right? It's management. They're, they're, look, there's people... You know, got Antoine Prunel, for example, and he's not playing tonight. Nolan McMillan's not playing tonight. But, you know, people that have been with the organization since day one, people that have won great cups that, you know, aren't all that pleased that Marcel lost his job. So, you know, there, there's that. I mean, he's he's got some good relationships within the team, as, as you would when you've been there for such a long time. But uh, the reality is it's, you know, the same coaching staff, and, you know, unfortunately, from an Ottawa perspective, you know, the two of the three phases have been good this year. Uh, the defense gave up 96 points in, in two games uh, against Montreal and BC. And other than that, they, they've been really good. And the special teams, to me, again, uh, I think under Bob Dice, the best in the league, whether it's Richie Leone's punting, the coverage teams, when De- Devontae Dedman's been healthy, most electrifying player in the league for me. And, Lewis Ford, the most accurate kicker in CFL history. But, um, you know, there's one phase where, you know, it's been woefully inept, and that's on offense. I mean, right now, nine offensive touchdowns in 11 games, and, you know, less than .9 a game. That's the second worst in in CFL history. And and as long as the offensive line doesn't get healthier, they do get Mark Gordy back this week, but they got one back and and lose two to injury in Jawan Bushelbeedy and Tyler Catalina. So, Every week, it's been a different group of five, uh, I mean, which is incredible to me. I mean, the year they first went to the Great Cup with the Red Blacks in 2015, they used the same five guys all 18 regular season games. And and this year, it's it, it's a different combo every week. And as long as, you know, that group can't give the, the requisite protection to Caleb Evans and Duck Hodges, and, you know, it's going to be tough sledding for this Red Blacks offense. We've got questions coming in from viewers. Guys, remind me, Darren in Salt Lake City's got a good one, AJ. Remind me, Darren in Salt Lake City. But i got to ask you this. I saw the outpouring of emotion from staff of the Red Blacks after Marcel was fired. It, cl- it seemed like the franchise agonized over this move. Is that a fact? Yeah. No, I, I don't think there's any doubt. And, you know, I, I know some people talk about the fact that, you know, Marcel isn't the most popular guy uh, in player circles around the league. And, and, in some cases, that's going to be true, right? If you're a CFL general manager, you're not going to be universally popular because you're the one responsible at times for, you know, releasing guys and, and making tough decisions. That, that's just the reality of the job. But, you know, 
there, there are absolutely players and, and, and staff members and, and, you know, part of the ownership group and, you know, decision makers here that had to make this move that, you know, this is not an easy move for sure. He was their first employee back in 2013, working in an office by himself. And, and let, let's not forget that, you know, Ottawa football, I mean, I'm 46 years old. The only Ottawa football that I could ever remember that's been good was under Marcel Desjardins with Rick Campbell as head coach in a four-year span where they go to three great cups and they win one in 2016. So uh, the best span of football that we've seen in this city since the 1970s. So, you know, that shouldn't be forgotten. They did agonize over the decision. But in, in the end, I mean, they've lost 24 of their last 27 games. And, you know, the, the common denominator, you've had two coaches, right? I mean, he brought in Paul LaPolice after, uh, you know, Rick Campbell ended up going to BC. And that, unfortunately for him, the common denominator is same management, right? So in the end, uh, that's what uh, uh, management decided to do and go in a different direction. And we'll, we'll see, uh, you know, where the search goes from here. Seems very black and white to me, but uh, clearly it wasn't that black and white. So the question here. Darren from Salt Lake City says, ask AJ why the Red Blacks stayed out of the quarterback merry-go-round of the past few weeks in the CFL. You clearly needed one somewhere out there. What's the team saying about sticking with their guys they have? Yeah, I, I think, you know, they want to get a look at Duck Hodges. They, they signed Duck Hodges to a three-year contract, right? So um, I, I think they like what they see a little bit out of Caleb Evans, for sure. I mean, he's made some mistakes, no doubt, but I it's really difficult to judge these quarterbacks right now. I don't think you could bring in Josh Allen and, and, and see him, him have success uh, just, you know, with the different offensive lines and, and, you know, I, I think there's some decent skill players here as well, but it's, it's, you're not going to mix it for, uh, for the best in the league. It's, you know, you look at what Montreal's got at the skill positions and stand back and Eugene Lewis and BJ Cunningham and Jake Winicky and Quan Bray. And it's, you know, right now they don't measure up to that. So, you know, everything on the offensive side of the ball compared to the rest of the league is, isn't good enough from that standpoint. Do I think they could be uh, involved in the offseason? I think they could. But again, what what's going to be out there? I mean, I, I don't know if Trevor Harris is potentially going to be a fit here. Um, you know, Nick Arbuckle, the guy that got traded, I mean, you know, he was here and they decided to move on from him, right? And, and go with Matt Nichols and and that didn't work out, but not like you were going to go out and bring back Nick Arbuckle or Trevor Harris. So, um, yeah, I do think they'll be looking at that in the offseason. I know when Dwayne Ford was on our radio station, he, he thought that, you know, this is a team that definitely needed uh, more of a, a sure thing in terms of a quarterback uh, in the offseason rather than a couple of maybes like Evans and Hodges. So, you know, I, I would suspect that that's going to be part of what is brought in in the offseason from a new general manager, but we'll wait and see. I think that's covered all the questions from the viewers. Moving on to the Senators, who are 2-4 and four and 7th place in the Atlantic Division. That's an incredibly difficult division, AJ. I don't know who expected they would make the playoffs, but 2-4 and four is not as good as I think they would have expected to start. We have, Moose and I were listening to you on the pre and post uh, the other day, driving back from Edmonton. Great job. What's the word on the Sens? Yeah, I, I think uh, they, they've thrown away some points here. I mean, they're up 2 nothing against the Rangers in, in, a, in a third period and in a six-minute span. 2 nothing became 3-2, and you don't even get a point, and that's tough to swallow. Um, the, the East is a lot better than the West. I don't expect this team to be a playoff 
here. I, I'm just hoping, and I think fans are hoping for the most part, that they take another step. And if this team finishes with 85 points and, and miss the playoffs, you know, by eight, I, I think that's a step forward. I mean, last year they were out of it, uh, you know, 15, 16 games of the season. They're two thirteen and one out of the gate, and they had no hope of coming back and making it. So they have to ensure that they nip this in the bud quickly and get, you know, a couple of wins here uh, on the road when they go to Dallas and Chicago and Minnesota. And the last game in particular looks like it's going to be a tough one. But, uh, yeah, th this team just isn't a playoff team for me yet. There's a lot of great building blocks here. But to me, on the blue line, you've got, you know, a really good top pair with Thomas Shabbat and Artem Zoo. Uh, I like the addition of Nick Holden as ex-Western Lager uh, uh, out of Chilliwack. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, Zaitsev is the top six guy, but beyond that, the, the depth is, is lacking there. And a lot of the guys that, that you expect to be kind of long-term cornerstones are either in the American Hockey League right now and Jacob Bernard Docker and Lassie Thompson or, you know, a guy like Jake Sanderson who's expected to be, you know, a cornerstone piece for this team for a long, long time. And I, I think Sanderson will probably, he's having a whale of a seat start this year at North Dakota. I thought he was the best player in the gold medal game last year when the U.S. beat Canada 2-0. And I think there's a good chance he'll be the captain of Team Canada this year. So I think when his season is done at North Dakota, then he's probably coming right to Ottawa. But, you know, that doesn't change the fact that, you know, the guys that are quote-unquote placeholders until these guys are ready are getting caved in right now. So, um with, with all that being said, I, I think, yeah, as much as there's a lot of promise here right now, I, I think they're probably a year away. We'll see if they can at least be competitive enough to make it interesting into the spring. AJ, wonderful visit as always. It's a game day. I appreciate you uh, slipping us in. Keep in touch, my man. Pleasure. I'm disappointed you're not dressed up like Beard, though. I got this. Does that not count? <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad <laughs> it's not something. as good as ted though no uh, not even close Ted Ringer I, for ted lasso i know i can't touch that one what's your outfit don't come at me oh <laughs> i'll think about that i still have a day to think about that yeah good point good How point about that? all right good luck tonight we'll be watching aj cheers fellas all right the great aj jackabic one of my longest and closest friends Overtime coming up next. You're watching the RP show on the Game Plus TV network. Maybe I'll put this baby back on for overtime. It'd be an improvement, right? We got the business of the week, our NFL picks. Hang on. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. There it is. It's our Halloween special, everybody. It is our, uh, it's the overtime segment here brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. I think I'm going to get me some Four Seasons this weekend for all Ooh. the right reasons, Ted Lasso. Yes. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Some boneless Greek ribs, mm -hmm. the best anywhere in the mm -hmm. world. We got a lot of business to take care of. I put my mask back. Do you like this with the flow better? 
They're both creepy. I like them both. I okay. like them both. I'm a. Do you a scary movie guy? Yes. I'm a. I don't like the ghosts that you never see. It doesn't really do it for me. Yeah. I like the jumping out, the actual, you know, the slasher the movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Exactly. You're like, you know, when you don't know when you're going around every corner. That's disgusting, but. I, uh, you don't know what's coming out. I, those are the ones I like. Maybe I'll do a scary movie this weekend, but I am very excited about the Moose Jaw Warriors. And that's why I'm wearing the gear. Mm. Heading to the Rempel Temple tonight to watch the Warriors and the Tigers. And then uh, the Regina Pats, God's team. Welcomes the Swift Current Broncos Saturday night. We'll be calling that one. I can barely see the screen because of my mask. I should not be driving with this. <laughs> uh, Prairie Mobile text line from Deb in Toronto regarding hockey culture and the suit, uh, the suit mandate. Deb says, I agree with the suits. Like Darren said, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you do good. It is also a sign of respect. Would you go to a funeral in sweats? Absolutely not. From the 587, where does the guy pick up a one-day-at-a-time bracelet? Put the camera on both of us, guys. I got one. Moose has one. It says Peterson Recovery. DM us. Were we going to make those available in the store? I thought we were going to. Yeah, we need to. RodPetersonShop.com. And, and if in the absence in there, of that, yeah, yeah, DM me. Yeah. We're going to do the MySask411 Business of the Week. I'll say it again. Let's do the MySask 411 Business of the Week for our friends at Direct West. This week, it is Body Fuel Organics. Body Fuel Organics is the leading supplier of quality organic fresh food and groceries in Regina. You can order groceries online 24-7 for delivery or pickup, or you can shop in stores on McDonald Street. Body Fuel Organics is a firm believer in the connection between what you eat and how you feel devoted to providing you with access to food that makes you feel good. Find them at MySAS411 today. Now I want to do that. Ooh. These aren't new studies. Right. That <laughs> eat well, feel well. It ain't new. It's real. But they can help you out. Body Fuel Organics. Wow. On McDonald Street. Look them up. They're in the MySAS411 app. And also this weekend, download the app. It's on my main screen. It's my favorites. It's a phone book in your hand digitally that's the my stats 411 business of the week week eight in the national football league mm -hmm. it is up to darren ted lasso dupont it's your time man for your picks this weekend for week eight in the national football league what are we looking at <clears throat> okay pull them up there we go i'm riding your cowboys again because yeah. they have not steered me wrong of course and you know what the fact that menace hold on to your hat here yep Minnesota is favored in the game. Two and a half point favorites. It's in many, yeah. The Cowboys are five and one. I'm taking Dallas. Dak looks like he's probably going to be ready to go. The reason I think Minnie's favored too is we're not sure about Dak Prescott, but they've got the most balanced team, offense, defense, passing, running um, in the National Football League. Tampa, just a four-and-a-half-point favorite against New Orleans, who always plays them well in the division. I don't know that Tampa can continue to just roll through everybody. They're going to lose again at some point, but not this week. And I liked the way San Fran played against Indy at times in that football game. I think, um, I think they have a chance to, uh, to play a little better. Chicago is just what the doctor ordered for the uh, San Francisco 49ers this week. 
Um, so I think this, the 49ers cover that spread. And if you want to go out on a limb, we just found out Baker Mayfield's going to play this weekend. Yes. You've got a pretty favorable spread right now when it comes to that game for the Browns. So I'd also take a flyer on, on uh, Cleveland this weekend as well. And Nelson, on his prop bet, he's taking Matt Ryan to be under 281.5 passing yards against what's been a pretty good Carolina Panthers defense despite a tough record. We're just pleased as punch to partner with BetRegal.net. They are our exclusive betting partner. Go this weekend and sign up for the play-free board, uh, sportsbook at BetRegal.net. I'm doing it. You're doing it. Yes. We ask you to do it. And uh, starting Monday, you can get rolling with the Build Your Bankroll Challenge. Regarding our special Halloween episode here, Moose. Yes. Metal Shingle Guy writes in about the variety of masks that I was looking at yesterday at the Halloween store. He says, I had a Trump mask and nope, can't speak through that hole. That's why it's the RP show. He's quoting me. Remember? <laughs> there was a plastic, just a little face of Trump, and I'm like, I can't speak through that hole. Guy finds it funny. Um, I paid $35 for this thing, and it's a piece of crap. <laughs> How about that? Forget the broadcasting, forget anything other career. I'm going to go into manufacturing Halloween masks because you only got to work a week a year, overpriced for everything, and spend the rest of your time on a beach. I know. In huh. the Dominican. It's amazing. Last minute, last minute of play yes. in hour two. Brought to you by Core Grain. I can't even see the screen. Why don't you take the last minute here? This is dangerous for me to be on the air <laughs> wearing this mask. You know what? I got you. It's okay. I mean, it's Halloween. How do wel- welders do it, man? I know. Well, it, it is full. I can't breathe, and it's got the black can't thing. Can't see. Can barely see. And yet you're doing these precision welds. Exactly. Building really heavy duty things. I don't know. My brother does it, he's a master at it. So have a safe Halloween. You too. That was for the viewers. You can't tell who I'm looking at. You're trick or treating. Stay safe. Next week on the show, Dean Millard. Talk some Major League Baseball World Series. Mike Benton from the Seattle Kraken. Scott Laughlin and Tim Hunter. It's going to be great. Are we brainless? Yes. Yes. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.